Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. Elron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your... Everybody. Hey, Patrick, that's my brother. Hey, Virginia. Good to see you. Thank you for stopping in. Uh, my name is Sean Kelly, and I am the host of Into the Night. Um, as you know, I got two one-hour shows, Sunday nights, 8.05 to 9.05, and Tuesday nights, 8.10 to 9.10 p.m. And uh, I my show is on UPRN Talk Radio 105.3 Mississippi. 107.7 New Orleans. And before I forget anything, I want to thank Carnation for sponsoring the show tonight. I truly appreciate all their help. Uh, so, happy Sunday, everybody. Well, the weather's pretty cold up here. You know, a lot of snow. Just like really, really crazy. But I have something for you guys to ponder. I, I just want you to think about it. I believe that there is a conspiracy um, that where the meteorologists and the weather people are in cahoots with, you know, all the grocery stores up here in Pittsburgh. Because Thursday, you know, they had that snowstorm come up and uh, they were saying, oh, four to seven inches and I swear to God, it, every our, our whole store that I work at got blown out, you know, thinking that they were uh, <laughs> going to be, you know, cooped up in their house for a long time with this four to seven inches. And you know what? We only got like maybe two at the max. So what is everybody's feelings on that? What's your, do you think they're in cahoots with each other? I don't know. I've talked to some people and... Uh, they believe they do, you know. So, what's your thoughts? <laughs> my, Patrick, my brother said, Mom says hi. Tell her, Mama, hello. But uh, all I know is that um, I got a good show tonight. I got a good guest. I've known um, Brian for a, a long time now. Um, I am friends with him on Facebook, and I do read the stuff that he puts up on his Facebook page. 
Um, and a lot of his friends are my friends too. And, and he's uh, really, they really, he's really a good dude. I mean, and, and I'm glad that he decided to come on tonight. Um, he's really big, and I hope I say this right, cryptozoologist. I think I said that right. Um, you know, thing, you know, going Bigfoot, cryptid, what, you know, whatever cryptid or Bigfoot, after UFOs, aliens, I, I, I don't know. But tonight, I'm going to find out. Okay, without further ado, my guest, Brian Seach. Good evening, Brian. Good evening. How you doing, John? I'm doing great, sir. How are you doing tonight? We're doing good. It's a little cold down here in the holler. How cold is the holler? You know, yeah, it's cold. Uh, we got the winds whipping down here, so it's uh, it's probably I'm guessing in the mid 20s right now, but it feels like 10. <laughs> are you like uh, like in a log cabin or something? No, uh, the log cabin might be warmer than this house, but no. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> no, the reason being is because I don't know if you ever watched the show Barnwood Builders. No. No. Okay. They're they're from people. Uh, Virginia says hello, Brian. Hello. Um. Yeah, my friend Virginia, she says hello. But uh, no, Barnwood Builders, they go all over the place and they tear down cabins mm -hmm. and they rebuild them, right? Okay. And they're from West Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> White Sulphur Springs, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. I have. We're, we've been down here about two and a half years now. We're outside of Weirton. Okay, how do you like it down really there? really trying to... to learn geography and counties uh, mm -hmm. we live uh in the northern panhandle which is hancock county and we always mm -hmm. joke around that uh, if you look at a map uh we're the tip of the middle finger of <laughs> <laughs> we're right we're we have we have ohio and pa right opposite us so we can just scoot into either one really quick so oh um, wow yeah that's pretty cool you know it'd be crazy if your house Part of your house was in Pennsylvania, and part of your house was in West Virginia. Well, that we're was... we're about seven miles from the seven about seven miles from the PA border, so we're not that far. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of woods down there since you're in a holler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we only have like uh, three neighbors on one side, and then one down further, and then hills on both sides of us. So okay, so to uh, Bigfoot that I would like have you noticed or. Have you heard any, um, you know, knocking or screaming or screeching? Well, before we get into that, I'd like to know what actually got you into uh, cryptozoologist when Bigfoot hunting. Well, it, uh, you know, we're, I'm a child of the '70s, right? And I grew up within search of Legend of Boggy Creek, uh, mysterious monsters. Uh, I grew up too, you know, watching all UFO movies and buying UFO magazines of the '70s. And I read one magazine that said, hey, you know, there was this UFO sighting here out of Uniontown and there was a Bigfoot associated with it. And I was like, wow, Bigfoot and PA. So I've been in, uh, interested in it since the uh, since probably about 75, 76. Oh, and wow. uh, I, just, I just carried that on uh, when I, I met my wife um, and we, were, we got married. We were both interested in ghosts and UFOs. So we formed our first group, which was Q. Center for mm -hmm. Unexplained Events, which was basically like a like a clearinghouse for all 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 the unknown. And oh, in wow. 2012, then we started our cryptozoology group, Center for Cryptozoological Studies, 
because we wanted to move uh, all of the Bigfoot reports and all the other strange creature reports under that banner. So we still have two groups, uh, Q since 86, and then um, the other group, uh, CCS since uh, 2012. Now, are, are these private groups or can anybody join? Do you, how do you go by allowing people to come into your group? Well, we just say, you know, if people are interested, they, they can contact us and then maybe we can take them out on a, uh, you know, investigation and things like that. But we were a small group, maybe, uh, maybe 10, 12 members. We don't have a lot of, a lot of members in the group. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we also, we work with a lot of other organizations too out there. So. Wow, that I, I mean that's an, it, it just brings back memories when when I when I ran my group, you know, about the paranormal. And like I told you before the show, I'm really really in, interested in learning about this. So maybe I'll be giving you a calling you up and say, hey, I'm free, let's go. <laughs> sure, sure. We'll probably be starting some stuff up here in the, uh, in the springtime. A couple more months and it'll be spring. So. Uh, my friend Virginia says that's very cool. They're posting. Can you see her chat? Can you see the chat? Uh, I, I I can't. Maybe I'm not doing any. I'm doing something. Can you see? Oh, now I you, see her. Now okay. I see her. And that's my buddy Cindy Simpson. Hi, Cindy. Glad that you could show up. Um, I I got a good following here on my show. They're they're good people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So, which is good. So, what got you? Into uh, well, you were saying back in the seventies, you collected mm-hmm. those magazines and stuff. Yeah. Um, I I had a uh, Michael Anthony on a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and um, he was telling me, and I'm going to run this by you, okay? That there was a army officer that was real big into the UFOs and the aliens. Corsica, Corsa, Corsa, something like oh, that. Oh, uh, Lee, uh, Lee, Lee Corso, I think, right? I Lee think Corso. that's him, something like that. And uh, he was saying he wrote, that. He wrote the book, I think, the day after Roswell. Okay. Well, he heard, he said, now maybe I'm wrong. I'm, you know, so, you know, my memory isn't shot because I'm getting up there in age. But um, he was saying that this guy saw a alien with hair on top of it, hmm. on it. Have you ever heard of that, such a thing? Alien with hair. Uh, well, they they have like sightings of uh, uh, what do they call like the Nordiques called they're called the Nordiques. Yeah, and they, they had hair. But okay. then the other ones are more like the Greys, which without hair, and uh, you know other other entities like that. Okay. Well, that that was kind of like really. Um, interesting because i was thinking oh my god if that is if that is true and he wrote that you know it'd be like oh my god just throw a whole monkey wrench into a whole bigfoot alien you know what i mean i believe sir i believe that uh bigfoot and ufos coincide with each other i I think they work together there's actually been a lot of sightings um especially uh you know up in pa where i grew up um where UFOs and Bigfoot were seen either in conjunction or before or after one another. Right. So, because you know, a lot of people think maybe they are an extraterrestrial race. Right. So, again, we don't know. I mean, it, that's very possible. I can't, but, I, I never discounted that, discounted that. I, okay. Well, see, you know, it's crazy because we had a guest on when I was on Chasing Prophecy, and he, w- he kept saying 
until we drilled it into my brain that the whenever there is a Bigfoot sighting, there's always UFOs around. Okay. So whenever I hear of a Bigfoot sighting, I, I Google, I said, were there a lot of UFOs activities around at the time that the Bigfoot um, was sighted? And usually, usually, there were, you know. I mean, um, now I've talked to some people who are in the Bigfoot uh, research, and they say it's not true, okay? They believe that they are here, and they've been here. For the longest time and um also that i've also heard that they were man-made like the cryptids like uh the wolfman or you know stuff like that have you heard ever such a thing oh i've heard i've heard so many theories so many theories over the and again i you know I, I, you know they're they're extraterrestrials are actually not even about their 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 man they're they're machines that they're they're doing the work for the aliens. Uh, they're interdimensional. Um, again, they're part, you know, maybe part like a Neanderthal type man or some, or they're Gigantopithecus, undiscovered ape. There's so many different theories to what Bigfoot could be. And I always tell people I'm not smart enough to uh, to know what what it is. Even after all these years of reading and talking with people, I'm. I, you know, I just, I, I do believe somehow that this creature is out there. Mm -hmm. um, is it even a quantum animal? It's here, but then it disappears somehow. It goes back, you know, either into its dimension or through quantum mechanics. Somehow it does that. I know. I, I really do believe nobody knows. I, but our, our group, we steadfast, we do research it at the, you know, especially at the beginning as if it isn't like an animal out in the woods, like a bear or, you know, pick any animal that's alive out in the woods. Right. Because we are looking for physical evidence for us. We're looking for tracks. We're looking for possibly hair samples. You know, this standard thing that you would hear most most researchers do. But mm -hmm. then we also take into account any other things that could happen or could have been seen. Like you said, UFOs. Now, there's another recently, I'm going to say within the last eight years, People have been seeing, or I should say, they've been reporting to see more of these light spheres, whether they're red, white, uh, yellow, in conjunction with, with right in conjunction with the Bigfoot sighting. Now, we just we call them light spheres. We don't call them orbs. We call them light spheres. Okay. We started to do a, uh, and it's going along real slow, a, a research project that is studying that phenomenon also. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yes. And, um, so again, we we've had we've had some results. We've had some things happen. We have a kind of like a frequency machine which we use in conjunction to possibly we don't know maybe possibly somehow make make contact with these things or okay. trigger to make them appear. Uh, so again, it, it's it is a process that is, has gone really slow, not as we have hoped, but we've done maybe 15, 15 or so. Uh, excursions where we go out go out to certain places and we mm -hmm. play frequency machines and now we, when you go ahead with this uh machinery what do you call it again this equipment we actually have a nickname because it, it was the first one that, that was made we call it magellan like magellan Explorer. okay magellan, yeah we call it magellan and um it emits frequencies uh you can 
program the frequencies in and we we've only done certain protocols and certain frequencies yet we, we okay. there's more to do and more to add to it but uh, just a matter of time getting out there you know so say like right um you took me on an investigation how do you prepare for one of your excursions may i how do you do it what do you what is your steps that you go and like well, if, if how, we do say if we do get a sighting now I, I i can tell you uh, in december uh i was on one of these bigfoot uh facebook pages and somebody said hey you know we're from hancock county and we heard these strange wolf-like sounds Mm -hmm. So I immediately contacted him. I said, hey, I'm in Hancock County. Could I meet with you? You could, you know, take me to the place where it happened. And he did. And it, literally, it's mm, four and a half miles, five miles tops from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he heard this in two occasions. He heard what sounded like a, a wolf, a long wolf howl. Hmm. So we did go to the place. And um, of course, you know, nothing. This, this, I think it happened like in October of last year and we went and we didn't find out about it till december so we went in december so i mean there was no physical evidence to be found but it was interesting that there was a he's up he's up and there's a the big uh like a cliff and goes down into a hollow because that's holler that, that's half of this place down here it's it's mountains and hollers okay that's basically all we where we live and uh there was a cave that that uh he showed me and it's you mm -hmm. have to kind of climb down the cliff a little bit and go into a cave and it, we didn't see we didn't find anything in there but mind you but it was just really it was interesting if someone wanted to go there and just hide for a short bit it probably could uh, right. because you have right. a uh, you had a trailer court up there and then you had roads and you had some other houses but um it wasn't easy to get down there's a big creek flowing it's actually a little nice little waterfall coming down it was a pretty pretty cool place to go to so, so that's what we would do the first thing we would do is okay let's say you Okay, I live in Hancock County. I live whatever. Okay, can we meet with you? Can you take us to the place that there may have been an encounter or there may be evidence? And then we research the area, talk to the eyewitness, get a full report. If he did see something, we try to get drawings. And we try to do a lot of background work um, researching the areas. Okay, Hancock County, how many Bigfoot sightings has there been? Uh, you know, Brook County is below us. How many sightings are there? Um, and then we monitor boards too. you know, the board that people think that, you know, a lot of times when we're not posting what we're doing, we're still doing a lot of things in the background. We're just not really actively talking about. Ah, okay. So everything is, is like being, it's like you're committed not to say anything until you come up with the full report that, yeah, there was something here or yeah, there was nothing here. Or we will, we will note like, like one of the places that we, we started to do, uh, so investigations is uh, 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 Tom Tomlinson Run. That's about ten miles from here, and okay. uh, there's allegedly been some sightings there. Um, one of Fred Saluga, one of his members, uh, found a print, a small print, on one of the uh, uh, one of the trails, which we go back in there. Um, we were lucky enough to uh, be involved with. Uh, you've probably heard of Small Town Monsters. Yeah with Seth Breedlove, we were, um, I, I was on the series, it's called Sasquatch on Earth. Mm -hmm. and there was uh, the Ridge, which was up in Pennsylvania. And then the one down here that Terry and I did was called Mountain State Monsters. And our research is in that. You get a chance to, to check that out. We do go to the 
uh, were hiking one of the trails that uh, allegedly a creature a creature was seen and there was a print there. So it's a it's a lot. And we we are talking to people. We try to have events, talk to people. I post on boards down here and we're starting to learn more and more about what's going on down here. And it is a very slow process because a lot of people here are tight lipped. Right. West Virginians don't like to talk a lot to, to people they don't know. Ah, I can understand yeah, that. So it's it's a that and the difficulty of the terrain down here. It makes this a, a real challenging state to research. Mm -hmm. It really does. Well, you would you would think that with where you live and with with it being a bad terrain down there, that that would be the ultimate place for Bigfoot or any type of cryptid to hang out at. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we, if remember, we're just into the tip of West Virginia. The further you go, like the more mountainous it gets, and yeah. So it's, and again, if people aren't, you know, aren't talking to you about these sightings, there could be like a multitude of sightings that we don't know about. And right, right. it's the more events we do down here, and we have the one coming up. Like I had talked to you on uh, May fourth, down at Brook Hills Park, and it's going to be a paranormal conference. So we have that coming up. And the reason we do these is to have people come to us. We get our name out there. They come to us with sightings. and uh, So it, it's always going to be a work in progress down here. It's nothing that's going to be, we're going to get 50 reports right. you know, in two right. months. I mean, it's just not going to, you might get two or three here. And then later on down the road, somebody else comes to you. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's, I'm no, not going to lie to you. It's challenging. I, 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 I have, I have been there, brother. In 2006, when I formed the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society, it was tough. It really, really was. Um, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from. But, you know, at the beginning with, with my group, you know, if I got something cool, I would tell everybody about it. And I got laughed at, you know what I mean? Or degraded and people just didn't want to hear it. You know, they, I kept hearing the damn Ghostbusters. They used to play that damn song or, you know what I mean, or sing that song. Um, so Virginia has a question for you. Sure. She asked, how do you prepare for such an investigation, Brian? Well, we, again, like I said beforehand, we try to get, if we don't get a report, then we will go to an area that we have researched, you know, through the internet and, and through a lot of our old files and things like that. So we'll, we'll go out, we'll take equipment, you know, we'll have plaster with us, we'll, we'll hike an area. Uh, when we feel it's warranted and when we have time, which as we get older, we have less time. We, we like to do night investigations too. Now we've only done the last night investigation we did was down at Beaver Creek, which was last, uh, I believe it was last July. Okay. Last, okay. Uh, so, um, and then we, you know, we were there three or four hours a night, which we, you know, we probably could have stayed later, but we did hear, we did hear a knocking. We heard something knock on a tree again. Um, we don't, you know, we, there's a lot, we're really cautious about what we think may or may not be a Bigfoot. Right. Um, there's a lot of groups out there. They'll take pictures of, you know, X's they'll take trees bent over or, so we always say, did you see a Bigfoot do that? And they say, no, this is allegedly what they do. Um, could they? Yes. But we we will, we will document that. We'll take pictures and document it and try to follow it up with, hey, there was prints, there was noises, there was animal kills. And then if you add a lot together, then it could be. But 
um, you know, people do that. Uh, animals can do that. They can, you know, make some bows. The and most interesting ones are are the twists. Uh, sometimes okay. you see the branch is twisted. Now they uh, weather phenomenon could do that. And I've heard actually bears could, if it's not as way way high up, I guess they could do it with. But um, we we don't like to say, hey, there, we think there's a Bigfoot in an area because there's an X there or something. I mean, that we just don't do that. Right, so, right. And then, you know, we, we, any evidence we get, we try to review, we show some of our people we work with and say, Hey, what do you think? What do you think about this? And that's basically the, the key. And also what we also do is there's a lot of uh, research in, in, in this too. You know, you go online, you look for say Hancock County historical sightings. You talk to maybe, um, which we started to do some of the, the local folklorists down here or whatever. Hey, what have you heard? Or historians, and then you can find out some things about that, and so it's you can learn a lot if you talk to pe talk to a lot of people. Uh, more more people are coming forward with what they're saying they've seen. So uh, again, it, it's it's exciting. It is an exciting time, Don. We 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 believe it. Oh, I bet no doubt. Now I remember when I started in two thousand six, uh, the Ghost Hunters, the Ghost Hunter Show, Taps. Yes, okay, which you know i i would say is like the best thing that ever happened because i think i they started in 2004 2005 something like that and um but what it did was it got people to come out of their shell and start yeah. talking hey listen i've seen a ghost to where exactly the same thing yes. with us with finding bigfoot was the big one for us they had monster quest which to me, Monster Quest was the gold standard of, of uh, any right. of these shows. Um, just, I mean, that was that was my favorite show. It, was like it ran three years, and they did do more, like, tried to do more scientific investigations than, like, Finding Bigfoot. The, the thing that Finding Bigfoot did with their town hall concept, it right. did bring the people out. And I remember, like, after it came out, we were given library presentations, right? Like, when they started, you mm -hmm. know, and people would come out and then they would start to talk. And it and yeah, it, it was it bad in one way that everybody wanted to be everybody wants to be on TV now looking for Bigfoot right. because of finding Bigfoot. But initially when they did all the town halls and things like that, it brought Bigfoot to a more acceptable uh, you know, acceptable thing in our in, in our study. So in right. that way it right. helped and the other way it hurt that, you know, they think now just go out in the woods, beat on a tree and howl, and, and, and you know, Bigfoot's there. I don't think that there's <laughs> any, yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's as many of them. I do believe if they are indeed flesh and blood and they're out mm -hmm. there, there's still a small population that they move around. Mm -hmm. um, and you're not going to see one or bang on a tree, and you're, you're just not going to do it. If some groups are telling you that, and they're going to all different locations, yeah, you might want to question that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like did it, but um, listen, my friend, I got to go to a minute and a half break. Okay. And when we come back, I like to share a story with you and then sure. we can continue our conversation. All right, my friend. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you, Amanda, for coming in, Virginia, Patrick, my mom, uh, Cindy. Good to see you guys. Um, so this is uh, the minute and a half where you can get up. Uh, go to the bathroom or you need to get something to drink or something and um, we'll be right back.
to where I need to be. Here we go. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Welcome back to Into the Night with Sean Kelly with my special guest, Brian Seach, uh, a, a zoo cryptologist. I'll, I'll get it. I don't know. I'm from Pittsburgh. You knew our accents are pretty bad up here, you know, so I try to do the best that I can. Again, I want to thank Carnation for sponsoring the show. I am on UPR and talk radio 105.3 Mississippi, 107.7 New Orleans. Um, yeah, so Brian, I'd like to share a story with you. Sure. So I have a friend down in West Virginia. She's right below Uniontown. Okay. And she lives by a lake. She lives right on a lake where you have to go up a freaking mountain just to get to this lake. Right. And so one morning when I went down there visiting, uh, me and her husband were having a cup of coffee on their back porch. Now, no one's up there, okay? It, was, it wasn't summertime, do you know what I mean? Nobody was living there. It was just them. And um, so all of a sudden, him and I heard this real loud knock on a tree up there. I mean, it was, like, so real. It, it was surreal. It was just like, wow, there was this, like, really big knock and nobody was up there no one was working and i'm saying to myself i gotta come back up here and do some bigfoot hunting mm -hmm. i wouldn't have a freaking clue what to do you know what i mean um so i i wanted to share that story to me that's as a as close as i'm going to get of actually experiencing something that could have been bigfoot um have you ever thought what would you have you ever thought like okay what would you what would happen what would i do if i actually saw bigfoot yeah it yeah it it's something you see it goes through my mind all the time it's like what what would i do if i actually saw what i do believe is real and we've been searching for for years 
you know, would I have a big smile on my face or would I, would I just <laughs> just sit there and watch? You know, it, it's something that I do think about a lot. And I don't think I really don't think I would be afraid because, you know, we've heard some noises in the woods and I actually went out towards them. <laughs> so knowing myself, I mean, I don't think I would. Uh, you know, I would be I would be a scare. I, 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 I think I'd, I would have to know. I'd want to know. Unless it's charging me or something. And I <laughs> throw rocks at me. Um, right. I, I, I want to know, Sean, before we retire from this field, which at that time is getting closer for me, too. And us, yeah, and my wife, uh, I, I just want to see some, Sean. I want to see I want to prove to that little kid in the 70s watching all these shows that, hey, you didn't waste all your time. You 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 went after a, a phenomenon that is real. And, and I just hope I get to experience that. I know other people. <clears throat> who aren't interested in it, they see it. And it's like, you get jealous. It's like, you're not even interested. I'm, I've been out there looking in three yes. states for since like 2000, you know, doing actual, like being out in the field. Right. And, uh, that's what, that's like 24 years. And, you know, we've never seen, we've had a couple, you know, weird instances, things that happen. And uh, we did have one rock thrown at us down to Beaver Creek. We've had more interesting stuff happen in Beaver Creek than anywhere we've ever researched. Okay. And that's just in Columbia County, Ohio. And uh, that's my favorite place to go researching. It really is. Uh, so now we're going to try to shift that to still go down there, but try to hit Palmas and run more too. Well, I hope so. I hope, so, you know, that, you know, that you could go to the both places and that you can start, you know, a, a new place. Um, mm -hmm. But, okay. So what I want to get back to is, um, Okay, so I make a call and I say, Brian, I saw Bigfoot. Okay, so you come out. So what do you look for when you when you determine like, do you look for footprints? Do you look for hair? What what when you survey the scene or you investigate the scene, what do you look for? Well, we're looking. You know, let let's say you call me and you know you your house is right by the woods and you said, Hey, it's standing right over there. So we go over there. We look for obviously first thing, obviously footprints, um, any signs that something big went through there. You know, you look up high, maybe, maybe there's tree limbs broken or twisted. Maybe there's a smell still there. Maybe there's an animal kill. Something that tells you that, Hey, there was something there, especially if you would say, okay, Brian, that creature was standing right underneath that limb. Mm -hmm. And we, measure the limb which will give us uh you know how big we believe it is you know and um you know go walking through the woods try to find a trail try to find you know maybe scat or or maybe hair like maybe mm -hmm. maybe somehow this creature's walking through and it leaves a chunk of hair or something uh, that's what you look for you want to look for evidence that physical evidence that something was there that's the main thing okay and then we also would get that report off of you we have a huge it, a very large reporting form that was developed by Dr. Paul Johnson. It's, uh, I think it's about 47 questions. It's really detailed. Oh, wow. And then we have them fill that out. We, if you did actually see it, we, we do always push for drawings. Um, we don't have a, a huge number of drawings, but the ones that we do, well, they're pretty impressive actually, because most people don't want to draw, but when they actually draw, they're very good at remembering what they, what was, they, there, was there ever a time that 
you guys put somebody under hypnosis? We've never done that yet. We've never done that in the UFO field. I know Fred knows people that could do that if they were abducted. Mm -hmm. And that's more on his end, uh, something that we don't do. We we do research UFO reports, too. Me and my wife are both in MUFON for years. Mm -hmm. Now, it's we've both been gone for probably about 10 years. She was a state section director for about two. And uh, so we've done our share of UFO investigations also. Okay. Well, all I know is that for me, when it comes to UFOs, and I guess it's going to actually be if I ever saw a Bigfoot or another cryptid, you know, for me and the aliens and UFOs, one has to land in my backyard, okay, so I can actually physically see it. And if an, ET or an alien came out, I would want to shake its hand. That's, you know, not run. I just want to shake their hand and say, hey, they're real. Now, with me being in the paranormal, yes, I've experienced spirit. I have seen spirit, you know. Uh, spirit would actually push me, punch me, whatever. But I experienced that. So even though doing radio for almost five years now, um, to me, I, I do believe there's a Bigfoot. I do believe that there are aliens. I do believe there are UFOs. But to really take me over the, over the top would be to actually see one of those. You know, that, and, oh, and, yeah. that's, and that's what, um, and, and, and that's just for me. Any ghost hunting down there? We're, we're trying to learn about some places. We haven't done any yet. We're still trying to learn. Um, we hope to do something, you know, we had a couple of our friends move down here too. We want to, we do want to do some, some paranormal. Uh, again, we have to find out the, the exact places to go yet, but uh, right. hopefully that playhouse will be one of them. So, what I would find interesting, um, especially where you live, um, have you ever tried, or have you ever seen maybe the forest people, the little, you know, the fairies, the gnomes, well, anything? Um, this is a, a subject that my wife and our friend Leah really, really are interested in. We have, I have not seen it. My wife has seen, she said she saw something look like Beaver Creek walking Gretchen's Lock. Mm -hmm. Um, our friend Leah has had some encounters with, yeah, the little people, Fay, the Fay yeah. realm. Um, and that's something that does interest us, believe me. Uh, we did, we did go on one investigation uh, outside of Raccoon Creek, Raccoon Creek State Park in Beaver County about well, about five years ago. Mm -hmm. A guy claimed he saw something, and then we went there with instruments and things. Uh, we didn't we didn't come up with anything, but it's a neat little area. It's almost like almost like what they call a fairy ring there. Right. And, um, you know, we we looked for measurements like with the EMF and things like what you know what you would do. Right. Uh, when you do uh, paranormal, or we would we've done. I, not a ton of we've done we've done enough paranormal investigations ourselves. I mean, right? We were right. at uh, we were at Hillview with Patty Wilson before they opened it up to the general public for ghost hunting, and mm -hmm. uh, we were at the Fort Pitt Blockhouse, and we were at uh, uh, that's one that's on my bucket list. You know, whenever hey, Casey, good to see you. But talking about the Blockhouse and Point State Park, mm -hmm. do you know how hard? it was for me to even attempt to go into that place i mean they are like stingy yeah we stingy. we actually we actually uh one of the he was a former member knew 
he, he was in with all the people in the, with the historical societies and things like that. And he happened to know somebody and they got us in one night and we, mm-hmm. and we didn't catch anything. Don't get me wrong. But uh, that was one we were able to spend a couple hours in and around it and outside and things like that. But we were inside it. So it was pretty cool. That and um, out there in Penn Trafford, uh, that battle of Pussy, Pussy Run. Pussy Run. I've heard a lot about that. Not just oh, my ghost God, activity, dude. But oh. Bigfoot activity. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and ghostly activities yes. and stuff like that. But I will tell you this, though. When I first started back, you know, when I formed a group in 2006, 2008, uh, the aviary called me up because they were having paranormal activity down there. Yeah, we got to go in there, too. So I found out and did some research on that. That used to be the old Allegheny County Jail. Okay. Back in the Civil War, 1864-65, it became a prisoner of war camp. Okay. Prison down there. And because a lot of people were saying that they saw an apparition of a soldier. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And uh, that that that's a creepy joint down there. That's a creepy place. Yeah, we we were we were lucky. We got to go in there. We were we were with another ghost group from Beaver County, and we were able to go in there with uh, uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, which I know you've heard of yeah. her. Yep, uh, yep. She passed years ago, and Patty Wilson. So we got to we got to do an investigation with both of them in the uh, in the aviary. And I do remember. I think that Rosemary did get some on her evps later she did pick up some voices and things like that we didn't but she did. right now when you go on the uh on your excursion do you take a lot of evp do you um like you know how you do it on a paranormal investigate yeah you ask questions um how do you how do you communicate with uh bigfoot doing an evp session well, we we ch- we try to have our recorders on, in case you know you hear a scream or something like that. Or if we initiate a howl or a knock, we're looking for a response. Now we've never really had that happen. We did have it one half one time happen again down Beaver Creek. One one time, one knock, and that was down by the uh, Pioneer Village in the back. What is so? What what is so? I want to say magical about. Uh, that park you were talking about it's it's a paranormal hotspot you know there's the ghost of gretchen down there by gretchen's lock there's been ufo sightings over there and bigfoot sightings so it all congregates in that one in that you know in the the, there's like two different areas there that a lot of that lady in white i mean there's Mm -hmm. a lot of you know a lot of really cool things down there i mean it's uh, in anybody around like you know the tri-state area they probably know about it i've gone there Okay, so um, it, it's not just like in the summertime or springtime. You can go down any time of the year and probably pick up something, right? Oh, I would believe so, yeah. We've, we've been down in the winter. We actually went down there, Terry and I, checking out another gentleman years ago, claimed that there was a Bigfoot. It was in the um, it was in the winter, and going down towards uh, Gretchen's Locker, there's like a little island there, and mm-hmm. somebody saw a Bigfoot on that island, and it was like a, about – couple weeks before we went down there and it was still even ice on the creek and everything but unfortunately we didn't we didn't find anything so but uh, yeah we've been down in the winter summer spring we've been down there all every season i think i'm going to take a little trip down there this year 
you yeah, know sure. i am maybe have you tag along or something like that i i i'm not yeah i'm not really big into conferences if you know what i mean i'm just um it just and i'll tell you why um i've been to many paranormal conferences i Mm -hmm. spoke at many paranormal conferences and there are so many damn egos out there (laughs) right so (laughs) many ego egos and people try to put you down or they're like beating their chest saying look at this evidence that i got and yeah you know what you got isn't true this is how we do we got to do an, we do our investigations like a regimental you know what i mean and yeah stuff like, and i'm like no i mean like you said it when you, you were so interested in the 70s right and um how about reading the magazines and stuff like that um just like me, I just wanted to go ghost hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there was no, no egos. I wanted to help everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they just had these egos. So that does pertain into some Bigfoot people down there in groups. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Especially, we don't find that as much down here in West Virginia now. In Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately. And see, we. my thing is, we, and I do believe, like, when almost everybody, and I'm giving everybody credit too, when they first get into this field, I think their intentions are pure. I think they want to research the phenomena. They do. They want to find out what's going on. Is there a Bigfoot? Over time, it it, it, it kind of, then it gets into the egos. It gets into making money, um, you know, things like that. So that's why we kind of keep a, we keep a smaller circle that, you know, that, because there's, there's a lot of, a, a, you know, one group, will break off into another group and then they attack this yeah. group and it's like why we, we you know there's there's people we don't deal with and you know we got drawn into it too we just try to stay away from it i'm not saying we're um you know we haven't fought with people too and we still do and there's several that we do but we try to stay away from it because right. you know they can do their own thing and be successful and we can do our own thing i the, the people that we hang with they don't really have egos they just want they just want to find out the truth. And as you know, Sean, not everyone's going to like you in this field. Oh, God, no. No. You can have, uh, you, you can have like, say, 80 people. And out of those 80, there's going to be 20 that just don't like you regardless because, you know. And, yes. Uh, you just <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Them. Yeah. Stay away from them and you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But so, so we're kind of like on the same page with when it comes down to other people and for me you can't have an ego in in this in in our fields you cannot have an ego yeah and yeah because you know what we always say fred and i say whenever we give presentations whether it's a library or conference we tell people you know we say they're not here to see us they're not here to see me and fred saluga right they want to know what they that we know about a phenomenon whatever we're talking about at that time right and like we always tease that, like me and Fred can go up with, with Bozo the Clown mask on, and <laughs> and they just want to hear what we say. They want to sh- they want to see what we're presenting or see what's on our table, or talk with us. We're just like a, like that. How do you say it? A messenger or a conduit. We're, you know, I, I like what Virginia just said. You're always a villain in someone's story, and I'm a villain in some people's stories. I mean, well, me too, I'm not gonna lie to you. So are you, I'm sure. Oh, well, I am. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I sure am. I sure am. And, and I used to let it bother me a lot. Yeah, me too. What? Not no more. Not no more. I just like, if that's how you feel about me, fine. You know what I mean? You do your thing, I'll do my thing. You know what yep. I mean? But, uh, oh, my God. You know, there's a nice place out here. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it, Blue Miss Road out here. Oh, yeah, we were Coast. there one time. One time, yeah. Dude, yeah. you got to go back out there, my man. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Seriously, because. You ever go to Dead Man's Hollow? Yes, I have. Okay, I, we haven't even been there yet. We're maybe try to go there this year. We um we used to go down on the Allegheny Bike Trail. Okay. It starts off in Boston and it goes yeah. down. That's a creepy freaking place. Now, I, you know what I've heard? I've heard someone even talking about a possible Bigfoot sighting down on that trail. You know what, dude? It's very, very possible because it's woody as hell. And I, I know it's there's a lot of spirits from a lot of okay. the miners that were down in that area. Um, and there's a cemetery down there. It was pretty crazy because every time we would do an EVP session, right, we'd come up with a question waiting for the answer, and the damn train would go by. So it would be just like, but uh, there, yeah, so all those places down there, it would be a great place for Bigfoot. You know what I mean? And, and it's funny, when I would go investigate these places, I didn't even think about it. But I tell you what, dude, I've heard some weird ass noises down in that area, yeah. especially up on Blue Miss Road. Okay. I mean, if it, it, you know, that's just a little uh, thing I would like to tell you because when you go past, you know, where the intersection's at. Yeah. Yeah. You go past and start walking down, dude. It's creepiest. And oh, and there's one more: is the Montour Trail bike trail. I okay, know I know where that is. I just never, I've never uh, been on there. Okay, the Hendersonville. We go to the Hendersonville off of 79. Okay. And then we park there and boom. And there's a lot of uh, bobcats and, you know, not mountain lions or nothing like that, but mm -hmm. bobcats and stuff like that. But you know what? That's a pretty creepy place down there. Hopefully we can get you up here. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Amanda Ray says, you are all so lucky to get on, to go on these adventures. Why I love getting to listen to y'all stories. We'll, we'll take you out on one, Amanda. That's not a problem. I mean, if you want to go, um, when it gets warmer, because I sure as hell ain't going out in the freaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't going to do it. So we're getting pretty close to the end of here, brother. We've got about five more minutes with you. But um, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you? Well, probably I would say maybe the quickest way just is go to my Facebook page, Brian Siege, and message me. But we also have uh, the, the two groups, both on Facebook, uh, Center for Cryptozoological Studies and Center for Unexplained Events. They're both on Facebook. Shoot me a message there. Uh, that would probably be the, the easiest way to get in. The easiest way would be just be try to send me a message, uh, you know, Brian Siege on Facebook. Okay, I just put that I just put that all in the comments. Brian, honestly, thank you so much for being on tonight. Oh, I had a great time, Sean. Anytime. I had a great time too. Maybe we can do this later on in the future. But sure. I definitely I'm definitely gonna get a hold of you because I really seriously do want to go on a Bigfoot. Okay. Expedition and with you 
and Fred if he goes. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he did say to say hi, by the way. So All right. Tell Fred I said hello okay. to him. Hey, listen, have a good night. Thank you, you again. Too. It was a good show, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Have a good night. Thanks, man. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That was an awesome show. God, Brian's a good dude, man. He's, he, he's a good friend. And um, I'm really looking forward to... Good night, Virginia. Amanda, I'm glad you can make it. Um, it was a great show. And, and I'm kind of glad. We had a little bit of technical. Thank, thank you very much, Virginia. And your show was pretty good, too, on... In, uh into the veil i mean that that was a very good show that you had on because i watched it but uh just want to thank everybody for joining in this sunday uh, so tuesday the 23rd i am going to have the michael anthony on the show and uh we're going to talk into some more stuff i mean it, it's going to be an interesting show every time i have mike on he it, it, it's an it, it's a great show you know, and um, so you can guys, um, so you guys can like, uh, please come in on Tuesday night. Remember, eight ten, children. If you can, please, 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 go to your parents, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children. Go to your parents, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And if you don't have no parents, if you have no children, find somebody and give them a hug, okay? Because um, those three words, I love you, go. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate it. Those three words, I love you, go a long way. And on that note, good night, everybody. And see you Tuesday.